Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, over the weekend, uh, we were treated to a flurry of stories around Prince Andrew. And uh, we've been definitely plugged into the stories around Prince Andrew since we learned about Jeffrey Epstein on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Okay, so this was the one that landed in my lap that made me stop and take notice. Okay. Uh, so you remember just kind of backing it up a little bit, there's been a lot of conversation about uh, Prince Andrew's relationship with now deceased uh, pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, they were like besties. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, Stayed together, traveled together. He was frequently a guest at Jeffrey Epstein's St. or Virgin Island. Not Yeah, St. Thomas. What was it called? Little... Something anyway, his island, his private yeah. island. Yeah. Well, uh, Prince Andrew, the Duke of York. Um, so this is actually rapidly developing. So I'm going to give you what happened over the weekend, and then what is what is being said now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Duke of York was not cooperating with authorities when they uh, were seeking to question him about the relationship he had with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, and this is. Going all the way back to that dumb interview he did. That was ill-advised. Yep. Uh, So what the Department of Justice did is they filed what's called an MLA request, Mutual Legal Assistance request uh, for help from the UK Home Office to get Prince Andrew to cooperate with this line of questioning. It basically forces him to go um, on the record with them. Otherwise, they can like take him to court. Exactly. Well, here's what the news is today. Prince Andrew is poised today, Monday, to fight back against the claim that he has not cooperated with the legal authorities. Now, if this goes anything like that ill-fated, terrible uh, interview he did where he spoke his own truth that was nowhere near the truth. Do you remember that? Um, I just, in any case, he and his staff say they have evidence that he did cooperate with requests from the U.S. officials. Uh, and that's what he's getting ready to go public with today. Well, his his people have said um, that they think the defense or the department of, no, not the Department of Defense, the Justice, Justice Department, yeah. the Justice Department, um, leaked this story in in a way to make him look bad um ultimately at the end of the day it's like why don't you just keep your words for talking to these people about what you know i mean that's clearly the most important thing like arguing with why you haven't done so up to this point or arguing why you shouldn't have to do it 
to me implies that you have something to hide or there is something embarrassing at the very least and incriminating at the very worst that you don't want to share. So like there is no reason for you to argue the illustration of how this story went down. Just do the thing right. and you won't have to worry about it. Right. And do the thing. And we don't even I mean, we will know about it, but we don't even have to know about it. This is making the story more public, this constant back and forth. I just also would like to add, I think what we're seeing with Prince Andrew lately is like his privilege on parade because he continues to try to write his own narrative. And I honestly think his privilege allows him to believe his own narr narrative, right? Like the way that he, you know, he was the driving force behind that interview that we keep talking about mm -hmm. um, that went so poorly because he wasn't prepared to tell any kind of truth. He was going to tell his version. Well, he of the truth and thought he wouldn't get called to the carpet. Well, he's just, he lives in a world where he says something and people go, oh, okay, that's wonderful. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for sharing. And, you know, then they leave the room and they're like, oh my God, can you believe the cockamamie things this man said? So that usually works for him because to your point, he's got a lot of privilege and he lives in a giant rich bubble of, you know, an antiquated system mm -hmm. that really doesn't require people to be honest about anything. So, yeah, I mean... The, the truth is just coming to him in a way that he clearly has not had to deal with um, up to this point. I will say you should watch, if you have not yet watched uh, Filthy Rich over on Netflix, um, it's just a wonderful example of how people like Prince Andrew and like Jeffrey Epstein are able to get away with um, not quite murder, but pretty darn close without any accountability. And that's why he's still not had any accountability. Right, right. Up to this point. And this is not even for him to be held accountable. This is for him to simply allegedly, if you believe the story, to help an active investigation. So, like, if you're not a yeah. part of the problem, then why? Like, if I knew that my experience with someone who has now passed away but was implicated in some heinous crimes could help, then I would be I'd be like, what do you need to know? Right. And that's why, I mean, because we can all do math, right? Carrying the one, he's afraid he's going to be implicated because he's probably going to be implicated. Well, of course he is. You know, that uh, Virginia, and by the way, another reason to watch Filthy Rich is you, you, you meet her. Virginia, she used to be Roberts. Now she has a last name. And we were saying Giffrey, I think, for a while. Yeah. It's like Jufri or Jufra. I don't even know. But um, anyway, Virginia Roberts one of the women that was abused by Jeffrey Epstein and actually sexual sex trafficked. Mm -hmm. um, she talks about her time with Prince Andrew. And like, I don't, unless you think this woman is completing, com creating stories out of whole cloth. Like, how can this dude not be held accountable for, right. because he, according to her, raped her when she was underage. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Knock, knock. But that wasn't even the only Prince Andrew news over the weekend. Oh, no. Well, actually, this wasn't over the weekend, but this is a story we haven't gotten to yet. Um, we, I think uh, this story just popped up like a week ago, and we have been, rightfully so, busy. Preoccupied with some other very important things. <sighs> so there's this whole um, story that we missed where it talks about how, essentially... It's official now. Prince Andrew is officially retired. We knew that last year he sort of stepped away from his 
royal his royal duties because yeah. he was stepping in the royal duties yeah. and there's just a big pile of royal duty mm-hmm. frankly but um you know they were like okay we're gonna take you're gonna go have a timeout uh well the timeout is now official so no need to worry about um prince andrew doing stuff and this was reported in the sunday times that the queen cannot see a way back for prince andrew and that's i think royal speak for Bye. Yeah, he's like, canceled, we don't need y'all. you. We don't want you. You're making us all look bad. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, at the very end of the day, the royal family is all about looking good. So anything that doesn't make them look good is going to be swept under the proverbial rug. And consistently, and Prince Andrew. Uh, consistently, Prince Andrew is the one that doesn't make them look good. Yeah, you know, he just he can't not step in the royal duty. Because this isn't even the first, you know, he's, he's, this isn't his first scandal. Well, and no, that it's he's not, been near. It's not his first scandal. It's also not his last scandal because the current scandal, of course, is this like property. Um, they own a, there's this legal dispute with Sarah That's Ferguson and him. Switzerland property yeah, and that they now, haven't paid on. They've now had to put it up for sale. There's like a big fat debt on it. Um, so like they're. They're finding ways to keep their names and headlines, despite the fact that there's already this like sex trafficking case out there that he's legitimately not cooperating with. Oh, my gosh. I mean, so like if you didn't already have a reason to, you know, feel here's what I do love, though, and I don't know what you feel about this, but the thing I love about all these stories, specifically as regards Prince Andrew, is that they're being called out now right they're being the stories are being told and people can't it used to be because these stories jamie watched the epstein documentary with me now he doesn't have the same experience to the story that we do because we've been talking about it right but we have mentioned that prince the rumors are that prince andrew was a dirty dog aka uh sexually assaulting people mm-hmm for years and it used to be that these allegations were sort of like conspiracy theories or you know fringe tabloid stories but now it's like i think roundly accepted that there is truth to these stories at least enough that that actual legal entities are investigating them right and that's just a i think that's like a really powerful important lesson and it makes me happy that, like, the dumb thing, well, they're not dumb, but I'm saying, like, the things people weren't taking seriously years ago, they're now actually taking serious. You know, it's, I've been, I, I, I've been sort of considering what the past two, three years have looked like for us as a society. And I just think the world's BS meter is, like, over. Yeah. Right? Like, we just ain't nobody got time for any of that. <laughs> Thank you, Sweet Thank Brown. Thank you, Sweet Brown. I mean, truly, 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 um, you know, starting with Me Too all the way through where we are now, people don't have time to suffer fools anymore. Yeah. And so stuff is getting called out, brought out into the light. We're actually talking about it. We're actually going to deal with some stuff. Hopefully it is. Hopefully this is a lasting, uh, some lasting changes are made as a result. And that goes for all kinds of things. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know who's going to drag out some more dirt so we can look at it? I'm hoping Elizabeth Reese. Yes, she's bringing us a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. 
Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello, friends. Nice to be with you today. And also with you. Oh, so sweet. So, um, Scott Disick out and about with Kourtney Kardashian and their kids after he split from Sophia Ritchie. They went to their favorite restaurant. It's Nobu and Malibu. Of course. If you want to see celebrities, you go to Nobu and Malibu. It is a lot. I mean, were there a lot of people there? I don't know. They just, I think this. I don't feel like we're doing that right now. I, they, he was spotted greeting friends outside the restaurant. California is a little bit ahead of us. On Saturday. I know, but then I feel like in some ways California is behind. I'm very confused about what California is up to. There's so many places I'm confused about right now. I know. I know. To be fair. But you can dine on a patio here. Wednesday, I the right? Other night. Well, I, no, on a patio you can. Oh, now. I you can was do a thinking patio indoor. Now. Yeah, and then inside you can Wednesday. Wednesday, and I I dined at a patio on last week, and it felt amazing. So amazing. Yeah, it really did. Do you want to shout out what patio it you felt, were on? Um, uh, I will keep that patio to myself. Sounds but good. I, but it was really wonderful to sit outside. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, this is thank God we are doing this right now. Right, like yeah. in this weather, where well, we don't can go actually outside today. Sit outside. No, 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 no. Agreed. <laughs> Trust me. But warm. thank goodness it's like in this beautiful, sunshiny weather, and not in the dead of winter. I know. And there was a reminder from the governor, you know, last week, who said, "Go and and do if you feel comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. go and do these things because it is important to like feed our souls, mm-hmm. people." Yeah. Because of Minnesota. Right? Right. I know. But I'm going to do some more patio dining. Do it. And inside dining. Do it. But again, do do what the spirit tells you to do. Yeah. Um, so the Bachelor franchise is coming under fire for not being diverse. Weird. They've been coming under fire for this for approximately 40 seasons. You think they'd be able to figure it out oh by God. now? 40 seasons. 40 Jeez. seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And they are just, I, you know, I don't know why they can't figure it out. Catherine Giudici is reflecting on representing people of color from The Bachelor. So she married former Bachelor Sean Lowe. Mm-hmm. And she believed that she was cast to add diversity to the long-running series. She said, when I was originally cast, I was very flattered, but somewhat grounded by the fact that I would be one of the faces that represented people of color. I knew that one of the reasons I was probably chosen was because I was Filipino. Mm. You know, And yeah. because you're young and beautiful and thin. Right. <laughs> those are all those things, too. Right. But... but but she's, I mean, she's right in the sense that, like, this is, these are the voices that we need to be hearing from right now, too, are people like Catherine, who is able to articulate the role she knew she had. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
had been placed to play. Right. And and that is, I mean, that is all part of the greater story of The Bachelor's lack of diversity. Is that to placate the public outcry, they were systematically placing one or two, a smattering, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Which and is there's a only people in different still cultures. found true love. She found That's true love. That's beautiful. That was like one of the only seasons where I like was not a completely jaded cynic. Yeah. Yeah, we loved that season. Yeah. Also, they have like three kids together. Yeah. They seem real happy. They really are very cute. They're going to start replaying some of The Bachelor's favorite seasons. We're going to talk tonight. about this a little bit later because I think this is a very creative way of because they have nothing to show remaining relevant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't able to shoot the most recent season of The Bachelorette yet with Claire, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to come out. So this is what they're doing. Rachel, who is the only black lead in the show ever Mm -hmm. she was the bachelorette she is saying at this point like she's gonna cease to associate with the brand it's embarrassing because it's just been so white it's true i mean it's just true yeah it totally is um so brad paisley did something really fun and he i did not expect you to say those words really (laughs) it's been a while i know but he's so fun i think if you like country music then you know how fun he is. And he and Carrie Underwood hosted the CMAs together forever and ever and ever. Um, so there are there's a set of best friends who live in upstate New York, Benjamin and Marcus. Benjamin is white. Marcus is black. They've been best friends for a long time. They received a surprise virtual visit from Brad Paisley, who was inspired by their friendship after it went viral online. So what happened is these guys posted a photo of themselves um, and they're sitting in lawn chairs a little bit far apart from each other, and they're cheersing with a beer. And they have signs in the yard that say, black or white, relax and have a beer. And so they'd set up camp, and then this photo went viral. And um, and so Brad Paisley surprised them with this virtual visit, getting on like Zoom or Skype with them, and then bought out hundreds of dollars worth of beer at this spot called oh AJ's Beer Warehouse and sent it to them. Oh wow! So that they could all enjoy drinks together. Wow! So they I just mean, hand it, so you can go grab a beer. Yeah, that's yeah. adorable. Also, how these two became friends is kind of sweet. They met. It's sweet. I mean, it is what it. It's you know, they met building cell phone t- towers together. Oh, yeah. I mean, I suppose if you're building cell phone towers, you get to know each other after a while. And you have your work friends. Yeah, exactly. So they've been best friends for a long time. I love and, it. Um, and I think it was really cute that Brad Paisley just like acknowledged their relationship. And that's one thing that I think is cool, too, is that idea of, you know, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez and Michael B. Jordan and all these people are at the protests in L.A., which is important and important work. But also just you know, kind of shouting out relationships mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. I think can make a big difference too. Yeah. Which is really cool. So anyway, that's what's happening, you guys. I feel like the music's gonna start any second mm. and I'm gonna get in trouble and get kicked no, out. It's no, it's not actually, you're, actually you got time. you're good. Oh really? You got another yes. story? You got like another thirty seconds at um, least. Um well I do have that the hometown memorial for George Floyd has begun. And so they're live streaming that in Houston and um Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much because we did live stream the memorial locally here mm-hmm. last week. But this is the one in Houston. And is that's this what's the, happening today? Is this the second of three? This is the second of three okay. because he was born in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that w- is where he will be remembered then. But okay. Houston is where he grew up. So okay, it's perfect. Minneapolis, 
Houston, and then going on to North Carolina. Thank you so much, yeah. Elizabeth Reese, Thanks, for that dirt alert. Thank you, Elizabeth. You're we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone, Holly? It's Brittany. And Brit- what is Brittany playing for? Brittany is playing for one of these. I might talk 1071 t-shirt. All right, Brittany, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes. Okay, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who stars as Liz Lemon in the sitcom 30 Rock? Tina Which singer had the nickname the chairman of the board? Oh, uh, pass. What is the name of the fictional country that is home to the superhero Black Panther? Wakanda? Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie starred in what reality TV series? The Simple Life. Who played the Joker in the 1989 movie Batman? Uh, Jack Nicholson. The chairman of the board is... What singer? not win the 30 second pop culture challenge i jumped the gun i thought she had gotten them all right um but she did not and that just means you can try again tomorrow we do it every day at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show okay let's go back and answer that question so uh who is uh chairman of the board that would be frank sinatra old blue eyes old blue eyes All right, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, hot celebrity gossip mysteries to solve on this hot day. It's hot outside, you guys. It's hot. It is a scorcher. Yes. Here's our first blind item. Thick and humid. What? Thick. Oh, and humid. You said a bad word. <laughs> As I told you a couple of weeks ago, I being NT lawyer, and now the media is finally reporting the mogul house producer is going to quit his daily television gig when they go back to in-person live shows. Ryan Seacrest? Interesting. Were you going to say something else? Well, I was, but then that actually makes more sense. What was your other guess? I was going to say Andy Cohen. Mm. That would that would be a guess too. (laughs) But but no, but you're right. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) All right. So, as NT lawyer told you a couple of weeks ago, and now the media is finally reporting, Ryan Seacrest is going to quit his daily television gig. That would be live with mm. Kelly and Ryan when they go back to in-person live shows. Why, I wonder. Well, there are reports over the weekend saying that he's tired and he wants to live in L.A. all the time. Well, also, I mean, I still go back to that odd episode that he had during 
uh, the American Idol finale. Yeah, where he was tired. Yeah, and that I'm that just so I don't know. And it, whatever that was could have been brought on by exhaustion. I don't know what it was, but he does do way too much. He works a lot. He does. I, wor- I just don't I worry about him. Like, I, I, I guess I just, if you've got one, like, really, really, really well-paying gig, like, I mean, don't you, like, want to work to live? How's that saying go? I don't know. I'm just saying, work like. to live, don't live to work. Yeah, right? Like, mm-hmm. clearly some people are that way, and he p- clearly is probably one of those people who just needs to be doing more than humanly possible. Like he tends toward the overextender. I like it's not that I don't have things I'd rather be doing, but like I just feel like, you know, one or maybe two jobs is enough. Mm-hmm. Well, and interesting in this new coverage of Ryan Seacrest, a source tells Closer Weekly that Ryan admitted he's been exhausted since his health scare in mid-May. So now they're calling it a health scare. Yeah, so that's so the narrative interesting. <laughs> well, right. So the narrative around that season finale of American Idol is changing, but it's changing really slowly so I, that we don't notice it. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 I still have questions. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, this one's confirmed, by the way. Ooh. I love ones. I don't think this network actually paid the disgraced director to trash his child, but it sure seems that way. Maybe they agreed to run a marathon of his movies or something for their new streaming channel. Ooh. Paid the disgraced director to trash his child? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, is this Woody, Woody Allen? Allen? Ooh. And the network. Ooh. Um HBO. No, think about who NBC? Yeah, think about who Ronan oh, Ronan Farrow yes, had a uh yes. oh, not so Gross. good relationship with. Now we miss Read this. The thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Ishy, ish. Oh. I don't think NBC actually paid Woody Allen to trash Ronan Farrow, but it sure seems that way. Maybe they agreed to run a marathon of Woody Allen movies or something for their new streaming channel, Peacock, which is going to launch shortly. Oh. Now, we missed this headline last week. This was from an interview with The Telegraph, a UK newspaper. Woody Allen rips his estranged son Ronan Farrow's shoddy journalism. Wow. Yeah. So. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And questions Ronan Farrow's credibility. Now we heard that line of questioning from who? Who used to work at NBC? Um, Matt Lauer. No, yeah, remember? Really? Well, no. Remember, we he wrote that op-ed. Oh, that's right. In yes. Mediaite. Yeah, remember he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was very important that we heard from. I'm sorry, I'm googling <laughs> this NBC Peacock business. When does this Peacock uh, get off the ground? Release its feathers soon. Because I was trying to see if there's a way to look up their catalog to see if they've got like a Woody Allen section. Mm. Let's hope not. Uh, it's supposed to launch on July 15th. That- so I'm done with these. Like, how many more streaming services do mm-hmm. we need, kids? Zero. Oh. 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 So this is that thing where what, like, a couple people do it early and they're successful, and then everybody else is like, oh, we should be doing that thing. 
Yeah. And now we're over it. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Exactly. Yeah. All right, here's another confirmed celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. The career or the marriage? The people working with this mm. A-literate actress say job offers will be scarce unless she throws her husband under the bus. That's going to be Lori Laughlin. Ooh, so she's going to make it Massi, Massimoli Giano. It's his fault? <laughs> exactly. So, Machino Cherry. <laughs> or that's a fashion brand, right? Machino? Yes. Maraschino. Maraschino is the cherry. Okay, go, go. Like, read the story. Don't defame Shirley Temple's like that. I'm just really watching, ship, loving watching lollipop. the gears grind in your brain right now. <laughs> or not. Or not. Uh, yeah. All right, so the career or the marriage, the people working with Lori Laughlin say that job offers will be scarce unless she throws her husband Massimo Giannulli under the bus. You know, here's the thing about this is I think the job offers are going to be scarce regardless Right? You think? Oh, yeah. Why? Well, because she drew this thing out for so long. I think she would have had a better chance to get right back on her acting horse if she would have pled guilty and done the time immediately like Felicity Huffman did. I think the problem was it was more egregious, and so the time wasn't going to be as short as her friend Felicity Huffman, and she was scared, and so then she dug her heels in, dragged this thing out forever, eventually got this plea deal, but by now, it's like, I I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you recover easily from this. I hate to be the cynical one. No, you don't. But I just feel like all she's going to have to do is, like, there's going to be a moment where she, like, cries with Barbara Walters or some dumb thing. We're not even doing that anymore, are we? Mm -mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, no. Can we just talk about that really quick? Has yeah. anybody seen Barbara Walters? Well, I recently? wanted to ask, but then I thought, well, maybe we know and I shouldn't bring it up because I don't know. Well, Sometimes I mean, I think they're... that there have been nobody, we don't know anything firmly, yes. but there are rumors that she hasn't been doing so great. But I worry about her just in pandemic time in general. Well, she's 90. Hoofta. Um. But my point is, Lori Laughlin will do some, like, you know, crying in front of the camera thing. I think Oprah has taken those over. Yeah. The crying in front of the yeah. camera. Well, interviews. and certainly it could be somebody like Oprah, but she'll take that moment mm-hmm. to cry in front of the camera, and then people will be like, oh, see, she's remorseful. That poor thing, she went through all of this, and now she's a better person. And then it'll be like, this fall on Hallmark Channel, Lori Laughlin goes to... Santa Claus or something. The Christmas Ranch. Yeah. Christmas Ranch. <laughs> Where they make trees. It's in Hidden tr- Valley. <laughs> she was just a jaded career Hidden woman. Hidden Valley Christmas Ranch. <laughs> that sounds fun. Ugh. Just fields of oh ranch God. dressing. A jaded career woman. Big city. And she just couldn't take it anymore. So then and she the went to the... rugged farmhand <laughs> who, you know, is jaded about life finds true love again in the arms of a woman. <laughs> See, it writes itself. We should do that. Let's just write a Hallmark, write Hallmark, Hallmark movie. Movies. <laughs> like Mad Libs. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk about Leah Michelle Oof. because the mean girl, uh, her mean girl colors are showing even more. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071.
Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And last week we started talking about Leah Michelle because other people were talking about Leah Michelle, namely her. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Her, um, cast members on Glee talking about what a Rudy Tuesday she oh, is. Oh, the floodgates have opened on Leah Michelle. And the hits keep coming. Okay, so... Um, tell about the most recent thing we've learned about Leah Michelle. Well, this is just a delightful story that came across uh, my feed um, in a week of otherwise serious news. Petty Corner was populated was by... <laughs> hopping uh, this weekend when I saw the following headline: Leah Michelle lookalike Monica Moscatel claims actress allegedly called her ugly at a Glee party and was comforted by Corey Monteith. Okay, so. Sign me up for that petty right corner click. Uh, headline. So I read and I learn <laughs> there's this woman that she's an actress. She claims that back in um, 2009, she and some other folks were hired to uh, work at a premiere party for Glee at a high school. Um, and she was chosen to play Leah Michelle's character to perform at the premiere party. And she goes, I didn't know my character was the lead, let alone who played her. Um, and she put this out on her Instagram, according to Us Weekly. When the actors arrived at the event and found out there were lookalikes of them, Leah came searching for me. Because, you know, that would be like, right. like you know, um, the Colleen and Bradley show and the folks at my talk. We go to a, you know, premiere party and they're like, hey, we found lookalikes of you. <laughs> We'd be like, I want to see who they picked. I right? really appreciate you playing this tape all the way yeah. through. <laughs> so we're like, we go running and then yeah. so <laughs> she goes... So this is the actress again who was hired to play Leah. When she saw me, she said, oh, my God, could they have picked someone uglier? Oh, God. my. So apparently, word. you know, there she stood um, in total shock. And according to her, Ms. Moscatel, that is, Corey Monteith, who you'll remember played Finn, um, and then ended up being her real life fiance. Uh, oh, that's right. You're yes. absolutely right. Yeah. And that was so weird, right? It's, okay. I don't want to go there yet. So let's just stay over here mm -hmm. in Petty Corner. So uh, allegedly he comforted the actress. She wrote that Monteith, quote, saw the look on my face and said, don't listen to her. She's just jealous. You're beautiful. I never forgot that. That's what she said. Okay. She never forgot him saying those words to him, her. Um, <laughs> but I just had this, like, I like who this woman. 
So here's like the God, okay. they've got someone uglier. Here's the reality of this. Like, here's what I actually hear in all of this. I hear that Leah Michelle is has, not nice. Is not nice and has said horrible things. But what I hear in that is a person who is so insecure with themselves. Well, she is, because like if I were gonna judge. And I feel entitled. Not that to, you're judging. I feel but like if you were going to. Or judge. as I used to say, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Yeah. But okay, so what would you be saying if you weren't but judging? It's not. I'm not judging. But if I were, this I might is... say, looking at these two women side by side, I kind of feel like I understand why she was a little insecure mm-hmm. because the woman is gorgeous and beautiful. Not that Leah Michelle is not gorgeous and beautiful, but if she's petty. That might be part of her petty uh, fuel, right. right? Like, because I, we all can understand feeling insecure about our looks, and the way that you react to that sometimes is to lash out, right? And so it's not totally beyond the realm of possibility to believe that uh, that she is insecure about the way she looked, um, and therefore lashed out at this like delightful young girl uh, at the time um, who was hired to play her. God, I just, can you imagine? No. <laughs> You're and, in a room full of people. Oh, God. So ugly. And well, and here's the other thing, though, is I, I would tease this out with Leah Michelle to all these stories of her just being a rotten jerk. I just think she just sounds like a miserably insecure person. Yeah. Like, I actually just feel sorry for her. Um, This is, can I read you what a source told page six well of course okay so sit with that for sources a source uh said of leah michelle who's now 33 and seven months pregnant uh said to the new york post page six she's had a real wake-up call it's never easy to hear people speak about you in this way it's a total shock leah was (sighs) a bitch to a lot of people (laughs) who are now taking the opportunity to come forward she may not be the nicest person, but she's not racist, sexist, oh, or transphobic. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I would say she's had behavioral Done. issues. Um, who? What is this source uh, named? Like Leah Michelle? Bea Schmalel? Yeah, it's just <laughs> such comedy. But now she's listening. She hears what everyone says, and she wants to apologize. This is her past. And she wants to handle things responsibly. I just, to me, I think the hardest, remember what I said earlier in the show today about how the world's BS meter is like not, is very highly sensitive. So things are just getting dragged out into the light and people are calling them out for what they see. I feel like it's unfortunate that at the time, Leah Michelle wasn't, you know, held accountable for some of this behavior. Yeah. And yet at the same time, it's like now people have no fear. They got no time for any kind of BS. Yeah. And they're just like, fine, we'll just speak about it. No big. And she's suffering as a result, but they're her words that got her there. Yeah. And again, that's, that's, this is Miss Moscatow's account of what happened and, you know, it's incumbent upon Leah to talk about the situation if she chooses to. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm telling you, though, it's everybody. It's her co-stars. It's, it's people who played extras on the show. not just one or two people. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. When we come back on the oh, Colleen God, and Bradley show. someone uglier? <laughs> We're going to tell you what we've been listening to in podcast form and watching on Ye Old Boob Tube with a little Here's What We're Listening To and Watching Live after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.